Calls are growing louder for the global shipping industry to clean up its act, ahead of a crucial climate summit in the United Kingdom next week. The International Maritime Organization is meeting for a two-part climate summit with the aim to finalise a key agreement on cutting pollution from shipping. Industry experts believe the work done by the Pacific States at IMO has been important to the UN agency's efforts to decarbonise the sector. Caleb Fotheringham has more. The 175 IMO member states are expected to agree to completely decarbonise the industry by mid-century, a dramatic improvement on its current goal to halve emissions by 2050. However, the six-pack, a term coined to refer to six Pacific Island countries at the IMO in 2015, are asking for a more ambitious target, for the industry to align itself with the 1.5-degree Paris Agreement goal. John Tokave is a fellow at the East-West Centre who provides research support to the group. He says it is vital the six-pack submissions are at least partially adopted in London. This alliance recognises being catalytic to keeping 1.5 degrees alive in these critical negotiations and is progressing the only policy package that is fully 1.5 aligned. Original six-pack members include the Republic of the Marshall Islands, Fiji, Tuvalu, Tonga, the Solomon Islands and Kiribati, and now also includes Papua New Guinea, Vanuatu and Samoa. John Tokave says the ambition of the current goal by the IMO is grossly inadequate, a position also taken by John Kautoke, a legal advisor to Tonga's High Commission in London. This text as it stands is problematic due to its ambiguity and lack of direction. Firstly, it is defining a transition which will take place in the future and not now. It sets the final phase-out date of emissions as 2100, and this does not currently align with the need to keep the global temperature rise to no more than 1.5 degrees. Pacific nations are also calling for an equitable transition away from fossil fuels, one that leaves no nation behind. Shipping expert Dr Alison Shaw from University College London says an equitable transition acknowledges the burden of climate change mitigation is unequal. Dr Shaw says it is necessary to alleviate the inequalities. She says the submissions from the six-pack is the only proposal that includes an equitable transition. We see a lot of member states actually speaking for the desire of a just and equitable transition, meeting after meeting, intervention after intervention, and it's sort of disappointing to see that it's not reflected in text proposals. An equitable transition means small island states have equal access to opportunities in the energy transition, both technical and economic. But Dr Shaw says the most important part of an equitable transition is about limiting temperature rise. One element of an equitable transition that's often overlooked by those who are new to the concept, including IMO delegates, is that it entirely hinges on a 1.5 aligned reduction ambition, because anything less simply opens the door to increased impacts on climate-vulnerable countries. The group of Pacific Island nations are also calling for a fuel levy, starting at US$100 for every tonne of greenhouse emissions from ships. Meanwhile, new research published this week shows global shipping can halve its greenhouse gas emissions by the end of the decade without impacting global trade. (laughs) 